Freedom is not a gift from government. Freedom is a gift from God. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday. Who is that? That ain't the my usual Friday fun day sound effect. I think I know who that is. Actually, I will tell you who that is. That is Friday, as said by the one, the only James J.C. Cooley. Oh, oh, see, I thought it was my man, Carrot Sticks, giving us the shout out on Friday. He was mugging for the for the Facebook live stream here. I told him, no, this is one of them. Wow, 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 wow (laughs) moments, man. It's Friday. It would be Friday. Okay, this this ain't J.C. show. Enough of J.C. This is the A.K. show. Okay. On Friday and every day. All right. Glad to have you guys here with me. And by the way, I do. I feel like I, I with the, one of the stories we got to cover tonight. I feel like I got to tell people, um, you know, I'm not I'm not just about do- donuts. Right. I'm not just dynamite in a dress. But by the way, I also bathe sometimes multiple times a day because evidently there's this movement at a Hollywood. It's an I, I kid you not. Skin, uh, Sticks is looking at me and so is Skins. And they're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I there's now multiple celebrities that have come out saying that they they don't think it it's necessary to bathe and I'm not even kidding you. It's hip to be dirty. I guess I guess it is. We got to talk about that. I mean and and when I heard the first celebrity come out with that, I I brushed it off cuz you know, Hollywood, you know, they're crazy anyway and you know, I mean Johnny Depp looks like he hasn't had a shower in 20 years. I mean, I love um, Johnny, but I agree with you. Right. Uh but now when you got multiple celebrities coming out with this, we've got to ponder whether or not this is going to become like a new thing and a new push to shift the culture because Hollywood is always ahead of things and the culture. We got to talk about that. Of course, it's Friday. Bob Walters will be here with his education segment. We got here of the week and stink of the week to talk about. And he's already jumped in and piped in. Uh, it's of course, I'm talking about my man, DJ potato skins. I trust all Americans to do the right thing, but we strongly advise everyone to especially, especially focus on DJ. DJ. Indeed. Focus on me. Cause Andrea just, confirmed i have showered every day this week very good and you know what sometimes you need to shower twice a day just depending depending on whether or not you've been active you've gone to the gym you've been outside if it's a humid day gotta keep that bo away there's no excuse let me tell you you can be as my uncle sam said to me once you can be poor as a snake and be clean okay let me tell you it's I might as well go to it. We might as well get this just right this is i need to get this off my chest okay so a week ago I see an article is going around. I've never once seen an episode of the 70s show. But do you know who Ashton Kutcher is? I do. I actually like him. Right. And the wife is Mila Kunis, I think. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Melina Kunis. Is it Maria? Oh, Melina. Melina. Okay. You sure? We might have to Google Let that. Let me look that up. Yeah, we might We might have to look that up. Anyway, um, they have like two or three kids together. And they actually were talking in, in, in an interview recently that they don't bathe their kids. Is I think it's Mila Kunis. Mila, yes. Mila it Kunis. Is. So they they were like, well, we you know, why do you bathe your kids every day? I mean, the way we look at it, they said, is that, you know, it's not necessary until you actually see dirt build up on them. Like like a ring around a tub or something. Until they see a ring of dirt around the neck of one of their kids, they don't bathe them. And I thought, you know what? I don't know. When I first heard that, I thought, you know, maybe they're just trying to get attention. Maybe they're trying to be clever. I would have been my really guess. Know. Yeah. Um, but then I see Jake Gyllenhaal. 
another one's name I can't pronounce. Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Can you just call yourself Jake Joe, please, or Jake Smith? Jake Gyllenhaal, who I've never found. I know that there's a lot of people that that stand on him. I've never. A lot of people do. I've never thought he was particularly attractive. He's just not, you know, um, not my type. Um, But he said, I find bathing to be less necessary. Let me read the full quote. Good manners and bad breath get you no get you nowhere. So I so um I do that. I don't understand even that. Good manners and bad breath get you nowhere. How does good manners get you nowhere? Good manners should get you places. I don't can you help me understand? Last time I last time I checked, every time I had bad manners, it got me absolutely nowhere. Right. Um good manners and bad breath get you nowhere. So I do that. I think he meant to say bad manners and bad breath gets you nowhere. So, so I do that. But I do think there's a whole world of not bathing that is really helpful for skin maintenance. And we naturally clean ourselves. And that's when I was like, you know what? This is good. This is coming for the next part of the cultural Marxist movement somehow, some way. Andrea, our pets naturally clean themselves. I, I don't know about that. I take my baby boy to the groomer now. I took it. Gator went to the groomer yesterday. I don't let Gator go around in his own filth. I don't expect no, my, I my Gator to wash himself. My boy goes and he gets he gets it all clean. He gets his privates cleaned, shaved down to make sure this stuff doesn't get all clumpy. My he little chihuahua, we bathe him in the sink quite often. Right. Gator gets his nails trimmed. Gator's a gentleman. He's not like this Jake Gyllenhaal. But the, I'm telling you, we've got we the, we need to be thinking about this because this is a perplexing question. This is this is I'm gear, I'm telling you right now that this is this is an upcoming part of some movement on the part of the left that has to do with some anti-bathing movement. Save I, water. So, I don't know if it's going to be about saving water. I don't know if it's going to be somehow. We know that everything's about identity politics. We know everything's about. Um, that America is there. We don't have equal outcomes. Somehow it's coming that this is going to be about shaming people who have more bars of soap in their closet or that, you know, how can you discriminate against somebody who doesn't wash their hair? You've got to hire the people that now decide they don't want to shave their legs uh, or, you know, whatever. Hey, as long as it can make government make the decision for us. Right. Well, the, uh, mark my words. Have I ever been wrong when I've identified? I'd like to say yes. We were going up back and forth on Instagram. No, you're never wrong. I'm telling y'all, mark my words. It's coming. Somehow, if you are going to be pro-bath, you're evil and you're discriminatory. Somehow being pro-bath and being pro-clean is going to be considered white supremacist. Woo! It's Friday night. I'm telling you. Y'all heard it here first. Okay, um... And we may joke, but oh, it's, it, it's we're, coming. We're joking, but I see the seriousness on your face as we're talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Because you really want to get on my bad side, you show up with some B.O., okay? I don't want to see a woman in a skirt with three-inch long hair on her legs. I don't want to see a woman in a tank top with what looks like a tree growing out under arms. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see anybody going around looking like they haven't had their teeth. And I, they're, it's just they're brushed. bad form. Yeah. Hygiene is number one. And mark my words, that's coming on the social justice uh, movement. What else we got? Uh, right. Um, we've got a crime wave happening on the part of the decrepit carcass that was installed in the White House. A literal crime wave. First of all, today, uh, uh, in honor of Friday, I'm going to start with this one. Um, we Because Bob is going to be on in a little bit with his education uh, segments. The Biden administration today erased the college debt of select borrowers 
who attend the following institutions. It would be unconstitutional for him to just decide with a stroke of a pen to wipe away college debt, but he handpicked certain individuals and only from the following institutions. American Career Institute, the Court Reporting Institute, Corinthian Colleges, ITT Tech, Marinello Schools of Beauty. <laughs> Maybe that's because nobody's going to need to bathe anymore, so we might as well wipe their, you know, because you're not, nobody's going to go, you know, and, and get the, a facial done. I, I don't know. Westwood College. This is flat out, and this came from our buddy Tom DeBacaro. This is not even remotely constitutional. This is flat out criminal behavior from the White House. Another inst- uh, another um, example of flat out a, 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 a supposed alleged president of the United States boldly breaking the law and being open about it. Um, why is and my the- question is, and again, where do you see the Republican pushback? Nowhere. Here's another example of blatant criminal activity, unconstitutional criminal activity on the part of the president of the United States. Now, remind you, Trump was impeached twice, one time out of office. The first time was for a phone call he had every right legally to make. And yet Biden today admitted that uh, when asked about the eviction moratorium and whether or not it was constitutional said, I can't guarantee you the court won't rule that we don't have the authority, but at least we'll have the ability to, if we have to appeal, to keep this going for a month at least, I hope longer. So this is the so-called president of the United States admitting that basically he's shredding the Constitution. He knows that he's going to be found unconstitutional. But you know what? If he can drag it out for the courts and jack over a landlord by letting somebody squat in somebody's private property for another month, he's good with that. And that's on top of the fact that we have blatant unconstitutional criminal activity going on in the form of an invasion at our southern border. In fact, the Supreme Court has said that he cannot do what he's done with executive orders and what he's doing at the border. The Supreme Court came came out and said that, and yet he's flouting the Supreme Court, flouting the Constitution, flouting the laws of the land. He is he is importing terrorist drug, uh, you know, uh, MS-13 gang members, people with coronavirus. But quite frankly, that's the least of the diseases that are coming across this border. And unless the Supreme Court or the Republicans stand up or anybody with common sense stands up against this and make sure he's held accountable, it's going to keep happening. The Republican Party should have already filed impeachment papers against this man. And they're nowhere. They're saying nothing. They're doing nothing. Look at the three areas that I just said in which this man is screwing over the American people, the taxpayers, flouting the laws of the land and laughing about it. And the Republican Party is not even saying anything. It's outrageous. Talk about the nominee for stink of the week. And let me tell you, the the worst really is the border because it is open. They're not even giving them a court date. They're basically giving them the, the keys to the kingdom. They're being welcomed in here, not given a court date. They're being set up with services from housing, jobs, medical, beyond. They're going to be given free college educations. Free everything. And nobody's doing anything to stop it. I don't it. have the numbers in front of me, but I have seen some numbers recently, Andrea. And the amount that's coming across is, it's staggering. It's staggering. And then they're being put on buses at your expense and spread all around the country. All around the country. And the goal of that is to make sure that if there's any pockets of red anywhere, they're going to be turned blue. We, we don't, we don't, I don't want to hear about 2022. 
I don't want to hear the Republican Party talk to me about 2022 or 2024 because this goes on much longer. It won't even matter if we clean up the election integrity. What what the goal is, is turn it into a permanent Democrat voting block. And I also don't want to hear that it's a natural fit uh, that because the majority of Mexicans are Catholics, uh, that it means that they're going to vote conservative. Joe Biden's a Catholic and the man, you know, doesn't give a crap, you know, you know, if babies are, are killed in the birth canal. It doesn't, that doesn't equate to somebody voting, particularly if you have not been raised. We've got Americans that have been raised in a free market capitalist system and they want to turn us communist. You import millions of people from a socialist economy and you expect them to understand the value of the free market and our constitution and vote conservative. Vote the party that's supposed to be about not entitlements or handouts, but work and ambition. To, to, to people that are coming here with a second grade education and can't speak the language. It's insane. You know, it's funny real quick before break, Andrea, yeah. I, you know, uh, faith and religion, they're, they're both words, but faith is action. Trump right. showed a lot about what he believes in, in faith and God by what, by what he did, not by what he said. Biden has shown nothing. Well, actually, his actions are that he that he hates this country. He's on board with that or doesn't care about it. What he cares about is, you know, he's probably struck a deal with the Democrats that, yeah, I'll take this because he doesn't have the energy. He doesn't have anything that it, that it takes. It's clear he didn't even care about being in this position. I think he struck a deal to make sure that his kid was forever covered for the crimes that he committed and will continue to do. And he's got his kid uh, with a nice little money laundering scheme through his art and, you know, um, and, you know, Biden's going to be gone and and the Bidens of the world and the AOCs and all the rest of them count on the fact that their families are never going to have to live under the weight of this, that they're never going to suffer under this. Well, and the Dems are going to have to figure it out because he ain't going to last too much longer. And Kamala, yeah, I don't see that happening. This is right. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. Bob Walters. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. There's a little rumor going on around here that Bob Walters for his The Friday- bearer of great news. Yeah. Is that true, Bob Walters? You got some good news for us tonight? <laughs> yeah, for a change, I've got seven good points. Wow. Okay, then. Let's kick it off. Okay. Uh, Clovis School District up in Northern California voted yesterday to allow parents to seek mask exemption for their students if they wish to have them excluded from having to wear masks. That was good. Yes. Then you got the Orange County Board of Education will sue Newsom next week over face masks, which they feel will hurt kids and even make them sick if used all day long. Mm-hmm. Meantime, two other groups also filed lawsuit this week to terminate mask mandate. Let them breathe and reopen California schools are the two other organizations. Absolutely. I, I don't know if they're um, we have a let them breathe here in San Diego. I know. And I don't know if it's the same San Diego people behind that. Or if the San Diego Let Them Breathe is a part of a statewide group. But we know that the Let Them Breathe here in San Diego, they're just doing some really good. They're grassroots. And this just goes to show the, the, the power of the grassroots. Well, all of these points I'm going to read to you tonight represent the fact that the public is beginning to rise up against this leftist propaganda and, and the radical nature of these <laughs> school boards. So uh, anyway, moving on. A newly hired school principal at Harrisburg High School in Pennsylvania issued suspension notices to more than 500 students out of 1,100 at the school, 
sounds terrible, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Lisa Love, a black woman who is the school principal, noticed that many students are missing classes. The typical class has only got 10 or 15 students in it rather than 30, hmm. including many who came to the campus but didn't go into class. They would gather in clusters around the school and not go into the class itself. She felt such action was needed to wake up parents to why their kids aren't learning anything and why the school has the lowest academic scores in the state, plus a very poor graduation rate. If kids miss 35 classes in a targeted 45-day period, they were put on the list and removed from the school on suspension. So <laughs> it's actually a brutal hand, but it's probably needed to bring some good luck to the parents to actually take control of what their kids are doing since they don't seem to take a part in, in their misbehavior. Right. That, yeah, I mean, there needs to be some consequences, right? Yeah. Children need to be taught, you know, that, you know, you, 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 you got, you're expected to perform, right? You're expected to show up, go to class. And oh, by the way, yeah, you're supposed to actually do your, your lessons, your assignments and be graded uh, to prove that you've done it, right? Yeah. You imagine missing 35 classes in 45 days? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. anyway. Tucker Carlson steps up. He has announced a plan to train 10,000 conservative activists between now and Labor Day to run for local school boards across the country. This is headed by the Leadership Institute, which he is funding to launch this program starting next week. It's a real optimistic plan, but hopefully it'll be successful. Well, look, I, you know, that's what we need. You know, I, I think I mentioned, I don't know if I told you or not, but when I was on Newsmax, um, I think it was last week they talked about how Trump got involved in this local race. And he was like, why are people, the host was like, why are people focusing? Why would a president focus on a local race? And I said, because local is where it's at, right? That's how we're yeah. going to take this country back. That's one of the lessons that, that came out of COVID uh, is what was going on in the schools and the CRT and the businesses. And everybody was like, this is how we take our country back. That's when we became really became where if you hadn't been paying attention to Bob segments, this is where, you know, people really began to realize the impact of local officials on the school boards, sheriffs, um, city councils, the impact they had. And that's where we're going to take our take our country back. And it, to me, I love this story, Bob, because it shows and it validates what we've been we've been doing right which is that the battlefield is has been for a while in the schools we were ahead of it we've started talking about this before anybody did and now people get it and they realize that the battlefield for the future is in the schools and they're getting active and i love it so that's a great story thank you yeah then you got the minnesotans took action over critical race theory to help defend those who opposed the crt who've been bullied and terrorized for speaking out by the school boards. You're talking about teachers. Mm -hmm. Midwest Law Center has filed complaints and suits against those individuals involved in such actions. For instance, Dr. Tara Gosillo, a Filipino-American doctor at the Hennepeg Health System, was demoted essentially because of her polite opposition to CRT that was saturating her organization and who got demoted for making the polite comment that she thought this should not be proper to be done. So you can't, you can't even say it nicely. You're just not allowed to object at all, right? I agree. <sighs> and she's Filipino, and she just... But they did come to her, her defense, which I, I think is great. That's good, and that's one of the things we need. We need to start, you know, pu- pushing back, you know, and I'm glad that 
Um, and, and I'm also glad that this lawsuit involves somebody who dealt with it nicely, because if this Filipino, um, this doctor, Tara Gustilo, the Filipino doctor, if she had been ugly or nasty or whatever, right, in her response, then she wouldn't be as good of a, of a client or as good of a, um, what do you call it, plaintiff. Yeah, it would take the, take the public view of what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Well, then you got homeschooling is surging across the USA as schools reopen classrooms. <clears throat> Throughout the nation, the percentage of kids now in such homeschooling has risen from 5.4% two years ago to 11% now. Wow. And for blacks, the number was 3.3%. It is now 16.1% of all black families are doing homeschooling. That's huge. Let's think about that for a minute, that we now have, not only is that a, a high number um, for black families, it's even higher than white families. Yeah, significantly higher. Now, what, is, what, what, what should we take away from that, that, that black families are realizing that the public school systems are doing them wrong and they got to take control? Or fact, the list of people trying to get into the charter schools and other schools are blacks and Latinos who are suffering the most under the poor education going on in their school environment. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, that's, that's interesting. That's astounding. Okay, you've got one more piece of good news. Yes. CRI, which is not to be confused with CRT, CRI in Sacramento has reiterated to the public that, public, that school districts by state law must allow kids to opt out of, quote, the California Healthy Youth Act, which is short for CRT. <laughs> this is per code... Five one two four zero, and parents can check this out to make sure that their kids have got the right, and they can take the action, pull their kids out of these classes that are getting into sex education and CRT, and that's a group called CRI in Sacramento. You can go on the web page, and they give you the actual form to fill out to have your kid pulled out of school legally. That's so important because parents feel like there's not all parents that have the ability to homeschool. They've, they've got to have, the, have their kids in public school because they can't afford private and they got to go to work, right? So, yeah. and, they, and then many of them feel helpless right now. And so it's really important for you to know that per code 51240, you can opt your kid out of this insanity that's involved with CRT as, as, and all the other pornography and pedophilia involved with the you know Healthy Youth Act. So that's great news, Bob. All right, we're going to take news. a break. We're going to hold Bob over because then we got to have a little fun, right? we got to talk college crazies. And then later on, we've got Here of the Weekend, Stink of the Week. So stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Have you guys signed up at rfreenation.org yet? The alternative to big tech. I've been give, bringing you guys story after story after story. It is just getting worse and worse and worse the way they are spying on us, using our data. Got my free email, secure email all set up, Andrea. Very good, because it's going to get where you think it's bad now. The push to control our lives, to control our speech, uh, to control every aspect of this country and to do it through. You know, we talk about the battleground uh, for this country being in the schools. It's also involves uh, online speech, right? That's where they've that they've convinced so many Americans through the disinformation about COVID and disinformation about elections and the vax. I mean, they've got people they've got people scared to death again, right? 
Uh, but we, So we've got to get off big tech. Ourfreenation.org. It does have encrypted email. It is the most secure private platform in the market today. And it's just going to continue to grow with capabilities. Go to OurFreeNation.org. Freedom isn't free, but it's only 99 cents a month to join and uh, do so today. You know, I'm just going to say so right now. I'll mention it again at the end of the show. Uh, Everybody, including yourself, that has been working on Our Free Nation, you guys are my hero of the week, to be quite honest. Thank you. Thank you. that is a big step forward. You know what? I was actually going to nominate the founders of Our Free Nation, the tech geniuses behind it as my as my nominees for heroes of this week because they didn't have to do this. They didn't have to put their time and their talents and their energies. I was thinking today. Yeah, I was thinking today. I'm just going to go ahead and say it before I bring Bob in that these are former military people, right? And these are people that, you know, volunteered. They heard the the, the call of service to serve our nation. Uh, they did so in, in wartime and peacetime. They did it building out networks uh, that would protect us from the enemies that, who were spying on us. Did you know the foreign enemies that were spying on the United States of America? Right now, they recognize that we had domestic enemies spying on us and infiltrating us and 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 and, and attempting to take us over from within within our own networks here. So they built this out as their new call, you know uh, service to America to provide a platform where we can go and socialize and mobilize and organize freely. And so they are my. My Heroes of the Week, uh, nominees for Hero of the Week. And uh, the perpetual nominee, though, is Bob Walters, who stayed over this segment to continue the discussion for his education. And now we get into the college crazies. Well, I have no college crazy this week. I guess college isn't open yet. (laughs) Okay. I usually have something good, but not this week. But I have a lot of other news that needs to be covered. All right. Uh, Ludlow School Superintendent in Massachusetts Mm-hmm. He resigned after months of pressure. The school board members joined him in vicious attacks on parents who objected and were, you know, rising up against a radical agenda in the middle school that they represented. Public outrage finally reached the point that he resigned, and the rest of the board is considering the same this coming week. Wow. So that's actually a point of good news, I guess, the way it turns out. Well, yeah, we need to put that in a win column. You know, they pushed out somebody you know, who had gone crazy attacking um, parents. So, yeah. Yeah, and it happens way too much. Anyway, the parents are standing up, which is great. Good. U.S. students' academic achievement still lags that of their peers in other countries. PISA, which is uh, the International uh, School Judgment uh, Organization, which conducts testing in 79 countries every five years, reports that U.S. is now number 38 in overall scores, 24th in science, and 30th in math. Wow. Decline in the past decade. So, well, wow. let's let's stop on that for a second. Out yeah, of 79 yeah. countries, we're now 38th. I yeah. mean, who's ahead of us? I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to delve in to see who's ahead of us because it's got to include crap holes like you know some of the Afghanistan's and. To be honest, Andrea, you know, I'm just very curious who number 37 is. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be 38th, that that means that we're behind pretty much every not only everybody in Europe, but we're behind some third world countries as well. Let's yeah. just let's just shake it out. This is bad. This is. And you know why? And it's only going to get worse as they continue to have teachers that want to spend all day every day wondering about whether or not somebody's you know getting to use whatever pronoun they want to use. Yeah, it's insane. Go on. Anyway, it's uh, good to note that the number one country, China does not represent a totally honest picture. I was surprised by this. Okay. Tested in the four biggest cities, 
in China, but not the rural areas where 40% of the population lives. Dropout rates in these areas range from 17 to 31% dropout before high school uh, is over. And this may explain why so many Chinese moved to the U.S. trying to go to our schools because their own schools in the rural areas have failed them. Interesting. It is interesting. It is interesting, particularly since if you think about why in the cities... Um, China is number one, you know, that's because you got to think that the Chinese Communist Party wants their people to be more educated than the rest of the world so that they can take us over. Right. So you so then it's like, well, why wouldn't they want to take that same approach uh, to the kids out in the country? So that's interesting. Very interesting. I was surprised by it, frankly. Yeah. Anyway, under California's LGBT mandate for schools, Breyer or Linda Unified School District in Orange County was caught including ancient Greek men's proclivity to have sexual relationships with boys, which we would consider child rape. Stephanie Yates of Informed Parents of California said it sounded incredulous. Quote, so sex between a man and a boy is a sexual orientation at the program as it was described? Wow. We've known for, well, yeah, because we've known for a while that so much about all of this is supposed, you know, under, whether it's, um, you know, sexual, um, um, anti, you know, the sexual education, you know, is, is supposed to be helpful to children to help them prevent spreading disease and all this. We know that the pornography included in that and the graphic nature of it was about sexualizing children, right? Drag Queen Story Hour is not about, um, making children, you know, comfortable being around. It's not, it's, it's worse than trying to normalize transgenderism. What it's about is it's about introducing children to adults in sexual situations. Right. In order to groom them. Ultimately, Kirstie Alley said this. This attempt to normalize all this stuff and sexualizing children. The end game is to is for to normalize uh, adults having sex with children. And then here it is. We now have get rid of the parents and get rid of marriage. The concept. Exactly. This is about pushing the concept that sexual orientation, valid sexual orientation now, includes adults having sex with children, and it's being pushed in your schools. Yeah. In Carmel, Indiana, the crowd at a local school meeting gasped as a mom read the school's pornographic books out loud to hundreds of parents in attendance. One teaches kids at age seven how to masturbate, while the other book explicitly describes the characters engaged in various sex acts. <laughs> a refugee from California who was in Indiana was shocked and disappointed that this education was going on in Indiana, just like California. Yeah, so you can think these Democrats and people fleeing California thinking, you know, that that everywhere else in the country isn't as crazy, don't realize yeah, that, that, you know, they, it's not true. They've been spread. This is why parents of Every location in this country, there is no such thing as a truly red state because within every state we have, we've got crazy liberals and liberals work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year in every aspect of our society to transform us. And it is going on. You are not safe. I don't care if you think you're in a red state. You are not safe as a parent. You better be paying attention to what's being taught in your schools. That's true. And parents in Hamilton, Tennessee, another conservative state, School district came out in support of their teachers who were being forced to complete a course in, quote, white privilege, which teaches only white people can be racist. No other race can be racist. The, a black former football player who is a millionaire spoke at this class, claiming that this is the reason blacks don't do well in school. 
the white teachers are to blame. The district government, after hearing hundreds of parents complain, demanded that the school superintendent should come to a hearing to explain why this class was held. It was held that such teaching warns minorities that no matter how hard they try, mm-hmm. won't succeed due to white racism. So much for Martin Luther King on judging people by their character, not their color of their skin. Yeah, see, if, if if you've got a teacher up there teaching two plus two weeks equals four, it doesn't matter what their skin color is. Math is math, right? Uh, sentence, yeah. sentence structure in English and how to conjugate a verb doesn't change, it, 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 regardless of the skin color of the teacher, right? So this is one reason why they're trying to remove math and, and science and things that are, are fixed, right, in terms of being taught, because it doesn't support this the insanity that there's racism going on in, in these subjects, right? And it, it just, there's, there's nothing rational about this. No. Uh, it's, in fact, bad is it plants the seed in the minds of black and minority kids that no matter how hard they try, they'll never succeed. And why try hard? Just get what you get for free and, and go for the ride. Yeah, exactly. And no, this is not what Martin Luther King was about. You're right about that. All right, you got uh, one final item for us. Yes. Uh, you know, our hero, Colin... <laughs> <laughs> the the fabulous football player uh-huh. on the name of his anti-racist children's coloring book called Color Myself Different. I can't believe it. He's certainly no model for accurate American history and love of country, and yet that's what he's claiming in this book, that he's going to be uh, something about anti-racism, uh, forgetting the fact that he's also anti-America. So, you, you know what? I got You know who I have a bigger problem with than Colin Kaepernick? His white his white parents who adopted him, yeah. Because you know what, if I was that white mother, I'd be all over the news, all over the place, busting him for this. I'm surprised they haven't spoken up. Yeah, there's there's no way I would let my kid who I adopted and raised and gave my heart to and my blood, sweat, and tears. I would not allow my child to be out there running running his mouth. With this kind of irrational Marxist nonsense without me speaking back on it. Because let me tell you, if I had a kid, if I don't have any kids, but if I did, they would still continue to be my kid to the day I died, right? Which means that I would be pushing back and saying, you are my child and, and, and I'm going to be speaking out against your behavior and what you're doing. And you may be an adult and you may have the right to speak your mind, but I'm still going to speak mine as your parent. They should. I agree. Yep. 100%. All right. And now I just want to remind the, the listeners to check out We the Kids. Mm-hmm. On the webpage, uh, wethekids.us is a great uh, program to help your kids after school learn American history and get involved with some of the neighbors to move forward with a better understanding of this country. And then you've got the California School Choice Initiative, which is uh, something growing up. We're going to petitions come out in September. We need everybody possible to sign up to get the petitions sent to you and also volunteer to be a a person who might run a table at a grocery chain or something with the coming election. So the petition drive starts in September, and that's CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. O-R-G. Fantastic. Well, you have a great weekend, my dear. Thank you, as always, for bringing uh, us the scoop of what's happening across the country in our schools, and especially this week with the good news. Love, love, love that. American, yes. Thank you. Yes. You're- have a good weekend. You too, honey. All right, stay tuned. We got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week on its way. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K A Y E.
You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Before you tell me your um, stink of the week, I want you to hear this story because you might change your mind. And I have no idea who you were thinking of. Uh, we are about to approach, we are approaching the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And you know, for many years I've been saying, I'm tired of seeing this hashtag never forget because we have completely forgotten and I don't even have time to get into all the examples of how we've forgotten. Well, you know how one way you can know that we've forgotten when the FBI and the DOJ has declared that uh, patriot extremists are the greatest threat to this country right now or climate change than Islamic terrorists, right? Um, <clears throat> but the New York Times, and I want to make sure that I tell you this because I printed it out and now I can't see the date on it. Um, but let me let me quickly find the date on this article. New York Times here. I think this was two days ago. I think this was specifically August 5th on this. Um, August 3rd. This is August 3rd from the New York Times. Uh, Headline, a fuller picture of Osama bin Laden's life. Here's some highlights. In Abbottabad, he followed the life of a devoted paterfamilias, taking a keen interest in the education of his offspring and presiding over family meetings. Another highlight of this article, two of bin Laden's attributes that shine through the Bergen's account are his extraordinary self-belief and the ways in which he modeled his life on that of the prophet Muhammad. I didn't read the entire story. I don't want you to. Uh, Thank you, New York Times, for making my decision for me. Definitely the stink of the week. That's awful. Can you believe... Going into the anniversary of the 20th anniversary, I'm about to get choked up. That they are literally writing a glow piece. I'll call out on the sick. man. Like, that's sick. This is beyond grotesque and disturbing that they would attempt to glorify a man who orchestrated untold, I mean, thousands, not only thousands of people that died today, but the thousands of Americans that were terrorized, not just that day. But the economic destruction that was done to us, it, ongoing people, there was how many people died years later from sucking in the foul air that went on, that what was the damage that was done economically, psychologically, emotionally, the, the lives that were destroyed, not just even on that day. And they're going to glorify a man who was behind it. This rag isn't fit to clean up the poop from Gator. Out in the grass, this New York Times. There's no greater stink for me than this. No, I, I I'm not, you know, I'm not even going to tell you what my other nominees were because it doesn't matter. This is, this is, this is a continuation uh, they know that it's been so long now. They know that minds, minds have been wiped clean. Uh, Fox News and all the rest of them uh, no longer show and haven't for many years. It's been many years since we actually saw 9-11 images of the planes f- uh, uh, hitting into the I tower. I watch it every year. I watch it every year. And you know what else I post every year and I get attacked for it? I post pictures of uh, one uh, particular uh, photo of the fallen man. And he's the man who jumped. And because it, it, and it's graphic and it's horrific and it's a reminder of what was done that day. And to think that we are now that the, the Marxist, the demented, evil Democrats in this country are so content 
and destroying us that they would we know rewriting history is what the game is right they know they know uh wiping away the truth about who's the real enemies are to see this is about wiping this is about rewriting history right and this is following the nazi you know german playbook of of rewriting history and then changing wiping away history then they rewrite history and then they declare new history which is this is all about Changing the minds of Americans into accepting that the real threat to this country are in, is anybody in a MAGA hat. I'm still trying to not tear up here. That, 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 that's, that's awful. I can't, and I can't believe that nobody else is even talking about this. Where's the rest of the media tonight? Shouldn't, shouldn't the rest of conservatives and media be talking be on about on one it? local news station and the national news for sure, 100%. Yeah. I, you know what? I, 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 do you even expect much by way of... There was almost nothing done last year on the anniversary of 9-11. I'm trying to remember, and I really can't give you a year. I'm trying to remember when it was actually covered as a, as a solemn day. Universally, uh, it's been several years that I can remember. Yeah. So we've gone from hashtag never forget to completely forgotten to now we're going to glorify the evil that was behind this. That that's uh, I, I, I I show the, the there's this video beautiful video package that that, that was done um, and I show it to and remember with with my family every year we 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 as Americans should not forget that day no of course not nor should we forget the ideology behind it because have we had uh, the the towers taken down or, or or an attack like that since no does that mean that Islamic terrorism is gone does that mean that that ide- ideology no longer exists. Of course it continues to exist. I mean, how many attacks have we had just because it wasn't called that when San Bernardino uh, was, was, you know, gunned down or the Pulse nightclub or beyond? Does it mean that that ideology doesn't continue to exist and doesn't continue to terrorize? I stand, I stand by my hero of the week being our free nation uh, with what you and the tech wizards and the military personnel uh, have given their time and effort towards because it's so that we can get information like that out and people can talk about it in a in a safe environment and disseminate the truth and remind everybody about what this country was founded on about the greatness of america we we want history the truth about history to be shared we got to take this country back thank you for that and our free nation is the platform that's where we're going to be able to organize and mobilize and socialize and share our christian beliefs and restore america We're going to be back Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time with Larry Elder from the San Diego County Republican 